Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. Welcome to Not Just A Sports Report. Sticking true to the title, this is Not Just A Sports Report, also covering other things. It's nice and broad, and one of the other things majorly, one of the foundations that falls under the Not Just A Sports Report banner is my Survivor content. Today, jumping into the United States season, Survivor 42, Episode 9, and look, we're at the final eight now, so we're at the closing stages. This is where the game is won and lost. It is night 17, kicking off this episode, and we are fresh off the double Tribal Council. A lot that went down, I covered it in my last podcast, so I don't want to go too in-depth here. But basically, Roxroy voted out first, and he was blindsided. And then when the next tribe came in, or the next group of five came in, Drea and Marianne saw that it had been black people voted out back-to-back. That really concerned them. They played both of their idols They made a stand that I think is going to shift the entire game and definitely is the way that Drea and Marianne play their respective games. Drea especially because the way that she has still two advantages, one of them, the knowledge is power. So absolutely in the final eight, like Drea is my favorite to win at this stage. And look, coming off Tribal Council, Mike and Hai executing the Roxroy blindside. That was a pretty big moment. I'm interested to see how Jonathan reacts. And as I said, we are at the final eight. So now, look, whilst the social part is a huge, huge element in this game, everyone is playing for themselves. So I think the ones who do have good social connections will be able to work their way to the end because that is important. But now most definitely everybody is clearly playing an individual game and looking to take out that Soul Survivor title for themselves. Jumping back onto Drea as well, as I said, she, in my opinion, is in the strongest position to win this game, has built up a nice resume along the way as well, and has good social connections with all of the players. So I think Drea is the major threat to win at this stage. And whilst people are going to be looking to get rid of her, she still has two major advantages. And there's only eight left, so I think she's going to be able to use them to her advantage And I think if Drea gets into the final three, then she is going to win this game. She has the extra vote that she can use at a crucial stage. I mean, we are down to single digits in the game. So the extra vote is going to come in handy in a big, big way. And she also has the knowledge is power advantage. If you saw season 41, then you will have seen this advantage played before. Liana found it, tried to play it on Xander. And basically knowledge is power allows you to ask any player in the game whether they have an advantage or an idol. And if they do, they have to hand it immediately over. Now you can only use it once. So Liana last season, she failed to use it against Xander in the correct manner in what was quite an iconic moment on the season. But here, Drea, it's knowledge is power. And Drea does have a lot of knowledge. She knew that Marianne had an idol, but obviously Marianne has now played that idol. And I think Drea now much less inclined to write Marianne's name down. I genuinely don't know whether they will write each other's name down on the way through to the end. So uh, that's definitely changed. But does Mike still have an idol? I'm not quite sure. Drea, though, 
She has some, some knowledge and I'm sure she'll find a couple of extra things out along the way. I think she's going to be able to use the knowledge's power successfully and that is what makes her the major threat to win. Now we have the eight people come together after they were split up for two different tribals. So now they haven't had a chance to work out what the other half were thinking, what the thought process was within the vote and things like that. Now, Jonathan, he had some really poor form, I thought, last episode. Nothing that was, like, offensive, I don't think. <laughs> like, But just poor form. Like, yeah, kind of trying to run the show. And, yeah, he seems like a genuinely great dude. And he's been one of my favorites this season. But there were just a couple of things where it's like, yeah, he was rubbing the woman the wrong way. And he was kind of just, it was poor timing in some of the instances where he piped up. And his gameplay, like when he was talking to Drea about how who he was going to vote out, like he was just being way too obvious and giving away his entire plan. So Jonathan, not the best episode from him. And that may make him the odd member of that Taku strong four with Omar, Marianne and Lindsay. I think those three are still going to continue to work together. And at times it seemed, seemed like maybe Marianne could be the one that they vote out just because of her erratic nature and unpredictability. But I think now, if any one of those Taku 4 are going to be leaving the game, I still think they are extremely strong. They are the other major threats because, yeah, alongside Drea, this Taku 4, we saw it last season in season 41 with Luvu, and that tribe stayed really strong at the start. And then toward the end, it was majority Luvu. And there were two out of three in the final uh, three from Luvu and three out of the final four from Luvu. So that makes me really, really wary of what this Taku Strong 4 could do. But I think Jonathan, yeah, he's kind of starting to alienate himself from that group and start to work more closely with people like Mike. But in my opinion, for the other three in that Taku 4, they should keep him around. He is the target. He's the one people are going to be going for. So if the three of them can keep Jonathan and then it's established that the Taku 4 like is a thing, I mean, they, they make up 50% of this final eight. So think about that. And so once that becomes a thing, and if someone from Taku doesn't get voted out here, then it is going to be four on three next episode. And that is going to be a huge game changer. So I'm really, really weary of both Drea and this Taku strong four because, yeah, they hold all the cards. So the players around that, I think they are the ones who are the underdogs. And I'm keen to see how this episode plays out. Now, kicking us off, Marianne finds a new idol. It's a secret. This one nobody knows about, not even Drea. And there's no stipulation involved. There's no advantage or classic modern-day Survivor twist. She just finds a good old-fashioned idol. So very good. She played hers in a kind of moral, from a moral standpoint and just a personal standpoint last time rather than a gameplay one. So, yeah, it's good. She's found another idol. There you go. And good result for Marianne. Now, the weather has been absolutely wild. It was hectic during tribal, and now it is even worse during the day, absolutely bucketing down, torrential rain, and it's time for a challenge, a reward challenge, in fact. So, horrid weather, but Jeff says this is going to be a fun challenge. It's pretty easy. Basically, there were some obstacles, and they had to do like a little shot at the end. My challenge explanations usually quite poor and look this is one of the best rewards i think this is considering the weather this is the best reward so far this season they are going to get an overnight sanctuary stay 
with shelter. They won't be in the rain. They are going to get pizza and they are going to get beer. So that is a big, big moment. Probst always likes to let the winning team pick a couple of others as well. So that always divides the game and splits it up into two sides of like, I'd say it'd be split into two sides of four. And yeah, a lot of different strategies. That's what makes Survivor such a fun show. So this should be a good reward. They're going to have shelter, pillows, beer, pizza, a sanctuary. So that is a phenomenal reward. And they're going to get to go through now. And apparently, I didn't actually write down who won. So I think, my bad. I watched this last night. I was a bit tired. Uh, Lindsay, I think, won. I'm I'm pretty sure Lindsay won. My bad. Uh, Don't fact check me on that, but I'm like 90% sure it was Lindsay who won. Um, and someone else, sorry, I'll get to that later, but they get to choose people, Omar and Mike get to go, so Omar and Mike chosen, and my sincerest apologies for really butchering that one, so let's uh, just jump on to something else, and hi, back at camp, he talks a little bit about his family, just to the camera, I don't, I'm sure he has talked to the other castmates, but he was just talking, I guess, to the fans of Survivor, and his parents are Vietnamese refugees, He's gone through tougher times. Hai seems like he can really understand the bigger picture, or even though times are really tough in the survivor sense right now, really paranoid, hectic gameplay, and just the worst weather ever. But Hai, he's seeing things from a bigger picture, and it was good to get a little bit more of an insight into him. And Lindsay and Hai, they are both looking at a Jonathan vote. So the big man, as I said, he could definitely be in trouble. Lindsay's starting to go off Jonathan a little bit, and I don't think it would take Hai a second thought to write Jonathan's name down. Now, um, okay, so hi. Hi, I believe, was the fourth. So hi, Lindsay, Mike, and Omar. That is the reward under the shelter. And they get like a really touching presentation on like a screen of photos of them and their loved ones and little things like that and messages that were really special. So that is a huge reward. All the other players back at camp are going to think that they are going to have some form of loved one video or something like that. And that could very well not be the case. It could be just these four that got their loved one messages on this shorter form uh, season. So that was a huge moment. I mean, Mike especially was very, very touched that he was chosen by Lindsay to go on this journey and hi. So look, that was a great reward. Sorry for uh, butchering that so hard. And look, the four of them could definitely... um, Actually, I don't think Hi was there. My goodness. Uh, I watched this episode only a matter of hours ago last night. I must have been really tired. Um, so, yeah. Wow. I don't think Hi was there. Mike, Lindsay, Omar. Because then, this is what I wrote down, and then I was like, oh, true. Uh, Omar was saying to Mike that Hi, who actually wasn't there, my bad, uh, he was saying that Hi was saying Mike's his puppet, that Mike's just going to do everything he wants. And like Omar is lying, but he has totally turned Mike against High. What a bed shit from me. How did I think High was at this reward? Of course, that was a huge moment of the episode. What the f- fucking hell? Uh, so yeah, Mike, he is really upset now with High. High, he is perceived as one of the most manipulative, but Omar's the one lying here. So maybe Omar's one of the most manipulative on this season, and High's a little bit more upfront. Uh, I don't know if like sassy's not the word. He's not like sassy, but it's like I don't know. He could get like you know, 
he's just a bit more open and with kind of the fact that like, yeah, I would write your name down or I would be happy to like make a big play. Whereas Omar comes across as this like real sweetheart, but I think he is equally as dangerous and more like a sheep and uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. Sorry. So Omar has totally turned Mike against high and yeah, Lindsay and high and Marianne have that shared amulet. So for Lindsay, it going forward, there are a few changes that happen. Like it turns, if one gets voted out, then the amulet changes to, I think, steal a vote or something like that. I can't quite remember. I can't remember the exact specifics, my bad. I think it becomes an idol if when it gets just down to one of them. So that's definitely going to come into play and a definite watch this space. And looking at the options for the vote tonight, it is between Jonathan and High. Jonathan has potential, if you don't vote him out while well, you can, to win a hell of a lot of challenges and make his way through with this Taku Strong 4. So that is a real, real danger option. Whereas High, he is such a game player. Definitely can win if he makes it all the way to the end. And if you focus too much on your, of your attention on a challenge beast like Jonathan, then sometimes you may forget that there is an absolute threat waiting in the wings like High who will blindside you without hesitation. So this is a really interesting vote between Jonathan and High. And look, we, we're going to hit the immunity challenge. So Jonathan could very well win the challenge here. High as well, a chance. So let's sit down now at the immunity challenge. And because I was very tired, another my bad situation, I just wrote the challenge winner. So Lindsay wins. So was that two in a row for her? I believe that's two in a row for her. That's unreal. Yeah, Lindsay is a definite another threat from that Taku strong four to win this whole game. Anyone in that Taku four and Drea. Those five are the ones that I believe there's going to be a winner from that five. The other three, I'm really interested now in their narrative and how they work around this because they don't know exactly where they're at. Like from watching the edit and seeing the produced version of the season, I have a bit more idea and can summarize like, okay, this, these are the five most likely to win. And so the other three, I'm definitely watching with a vested interest to see what they can throw out there because just from my um, perception they are the ones that are least likely to make it to the end and win and that includes mike who has been a major major player so i think once the taku four splits that'll totally change the game but they're yet to split now so that's that's the thing they're yet to split and next if jonathan doesn't get voted out then they're gonna have the majority four three and that is extremely dangerous dangerous sorry so Lindsay, she wins the immunity challenge. She is safe and I wrote dozing off. I was quite tired. Myself and JJ watched the episode at the very end of the night after a lot of different podcasting and watching games and shit. So yeah, I was just dozing off. Uh, but now eight is going to become seven in this Survivor 42 season. It is not going to be Lindsay. So that Taku 4 still in a great position. And Mike, he is out to dethrone high. Omar has planted the seed. And now Mike, he is absolutely set. He says, I am not a puppet. He's been played perfectly by Omar. Omar's the real one pulling the puppet strings here. And if anything, Omar is using Mike as a puppet. So Mike absolutely set on bringing high down a notch and making him the next one voted out a survivor. So... Mike doesn't want High to see the top seven. He is absolutely dead set on dethroning High. 
But Omar is the real mastermind in this plan. He's the one who's planted the seed without even having to really take responsibility for it and cop the heat if Hyde remains in the game. Like, it'd be more Mike who cops the heat. So really, really great play from Omar. And High knows he's vulnerable. So Jonathan, the other option, and High is gunning for Jonathan hard. He knows it's between he and Jonathan. So he's just telling everyone, like, let's go, Jonathan. And he's making a pretty good case as to why. But then High goes and talks to Mike. And that is a big uh-oh, because nothing High was saying was getting through to Mike. The seed had already been planted. And Mike's like, this guy just thinks I'm his fucking puppet. He's telling me vote Jonathan, like... That's the thing as well. It, it's not, there's not a lot these days in Survivor of like, what do you want to do? It's like, this is what I want to do. But it's like, you got to ask, what do you want to, you got to say like, Mike, that would be a perfect situation. Like, Mike, what are you thinking? What would you like to do? And then Mike's like, oh, wow. Well, like, you know, this guy's giving me the keys. Maybe he doesn't see me as a puppet, but definitely the relationship between High and Mike has been fractured without High even really doing a whole lot like it was mostly omar so look jonathan is nervous as well as i said he's the other option he looks very likely to stay in the game though just due to his taku connections and as i've always said the social game is such a big part of it and hi one of his closest allies if not his closest ally mike mike is now off him so Jonathan, look, his tribe is starting to get off him a little bit more, like Lindsay. But I think Jonathan is in a safer position, and most likely we are going to see a high vote here. So it's interesting. Two options, two major players as well, but it is the final eight. So it's a game with eight major players left. Anyone can win it. I've just stated who I think are in the best positions to win it. And look, high is in that three that I've talked about floating outside of this Taku 4 Andrea. And look, hi, as I said, I think hi, Romeo, and I'm just trying to rack my brain as to who the other third person is. I'll get to that a bit later. But uh, yeah, hi and Romeo right now in a really not great position to win because of like the way the numbers have worked out and also just Dreya's advantages. And there is a third one. Oh, Mike. Mike was the third one, of course. So now Mike, if he gets rid of uh, high hair, and if Omar and Taku stay strong, then Mike and Romeo find themselves in the most unenviable positions. And I'm calling it like high. If high goes here, then Mike or Romeo will be next. And uh, it's it's spicy. It's getting spicy this season, and it is definitely getting down to crunch time. So it is now time for Tribal Council. What happened was last night, I was like, all right, I'm just going to, when I get to the podcast, I'm going to just watch the Tribal once more. And that's when I'll write my notes and record. So I'm going to sit down and watch it properly. Last night, as I said, I was dozing off and I got to the point, I was doing the classic, you know, eyes closed, but like, I'm, I'm listening, I'm listening. And then all of a sudden, I'm kind of like getting up. And I was like, all right, JJ, he was about to leave. And I just looked, I was like, the TV's off. I was like, oh shit, Tribal Council finished? He's like, yeah. And I was like, who got voted out? And he told me. So I actually haven't seen how it goes down, but it is now time to sit down and watch Tribal Council properly. And I'll be back thanks to the power of editing in about one second. So time now, episode nine, Tribal Council. Okay, so we kick off Tribal Council and Probes mentions the back-to-back individual immunity wins or not individual immunity, sorry, but just individual wins with Lindsay first winning the challenge and then 
winning the individual immunity and Probst thankfully clued me in. Turns out on that reward I was so confused about, uh, Lindsay only got to choose two people. My bad. I totally blanked on that. So she chose Mike and Omar. So there wasn't a fourth person on the reward. That would be why I was confused. And Lindsay talks a bit about Survivor being such a an adrenaline rush. You go through the lowest of lows, but the highs are so high. And look, Lindsay, when asked about what she wants to do in this episode, she says she wants to even the playing field. So Jonathan kind of perks up hearing that. And so did I. Like I, this Tagus 4 that I've talked about as being so strong, maybe she's trying to divert attention away from that. But now all of a sudden with Jonathan in the hot seat, it looks like Lindsay, yeah, it looks like this Taku 4. Maybe it's strong Taku 3, but I think Lindsay and Jonathan, it looks like their working relationship coming to an end. Now, it is time to vote. No idols have been played. First vote is for High. Second vote, Jonathan. So the two that we assumed were going to be the votes tonight. Next vote is for Jonathan. And then we get a vote for High. So it is two votes, Jonathan. Two votes, High. High then gets another vote. And the next vote is for high. So that is four votes high, two votes Jonathan. And next vote, the 11th person voted out and fourth member of our jury, high. So spectacular season from him. But unfortunately, yeah, Omar managed to plant the seed, got Mike to turn against him. And yeah, high. Unfortunately, things not working out for him, but he was a strong player this season. He handled the vote out like an absolute champion as well. So look, he was a great contributor to the season. Thank you for coming high, but unfortunately the tribe have spoken. So that is it from this episode. High gone. That's a big player, but in the final eight, everyone is a big player. Now we are down to the final seven. Wowee, we are getting very close to crowning our sole survivor. Exciting times on Survivor 42. Hi, unfortunately for him, he will not be the sole survivor this season. But look, that's all for now. So next up, I'll be jumping into episode 10, where seven becomes six. And we edge our way oh so close to that huge finale. So I could not be more excited. Final five, almost there. But right now we have seven left. So a couple of big moments. As I said, outside of Taku and Drea, I thought those three outside of it were going to be the ones in the most danger. High has been voted off. My prediction now with the final seven, I think we could very well, unless there's a twist, which there always is in Survivor. That's the thing. So you can't make too many predictions. But I would say Mike and Romeo are going to be the next to be voted out. So one of those two, in my opinion, to be voted out next out of Mike and Romeo. But anything can happen in Survivor. That's why we love it so much. But look, that is all for today. So until I am back with my episode 10 podcast, hope you enjoyed today and take care of yourselves.